Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our guest, Fernando Ramirez, who covers the Chargers for the Sporting Tribune, is now with us. He's got his own story to tell. Fernando, thanks so much for joining us. What happened? Oh, hi, Amy. Uh, secret, uh, super secret home base. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't disclose where I'm at, but no, I'm just <laughs> kidding with you. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty funny. Super secret home base. I, that's how, I'm going to start using that line now. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's fine. But you're not uh, no, home, so my, where are you? I'm on my way. To, I still live in San Diego. So I'm on my way driving from L.A. to San Diego. I left the stadium at about... Probably closer to almost 11 o'clock, and uh, my taillight was out, and, and I got pulled over, and the cop's like, hey, there's fog. Uh, I know. Uh, where are you driving from? I'm like, oh, I was covering the Charger game. And then he goes, ooh, and I said, yeah. And then he's like, well, drive home safe. Just your taillight's out. Make sure you're aware of it. It's kind of foggy out here. I'm like, I was like, all right, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. So that was my little uh, – my little, my little mishap, but everything's good to go. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm on the road driving back down to, uh, to San Diego. <laughs> what, did that happen at the exact time that you were supposed to join us on the show? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds of that, right? And, and, I'm, and my iWatch is ringing, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm missing this. And, but I wasn't going to tell him, hey, officer, can you give me five minutes? I got to say, hey, who knows? Maybe he's a fan of yours, and he would have been like, for Amy? Yeah, sure, go ahead. So maybe I should have plugged, plugged you. I should have plugged you and been like, hey, it's Amy's show. Like, you got to let me jump on there. So maybe next time I'll use that. You can name drop next time. Sounds good. Exactly, exactly. He might know who you are. Nobody knows who I am, but he'll know who you are. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, Fernando, let's talk about the atmosphere at SoFi. I mean, there were times where it seemed like it was AT&T Stadium. How loud was it for the Cowboys fans? Uh, It was pretty loud. I mean, at times when it was especially third uh, third and long, uh, you could hear defense, defense. It got loud uh, for the Cowboys. You know why it felt like we were at AT AT&T Stadium? Because... Anytime you would look up at the at the uh, at the monitors like before the game, 
Jerry Jones on set with ESPN, Jimmy Johnson and uh, and Jerry Jones embrace at the fifty yard line. Like <laughs> it just that just made it feel even more like it was a uh, it was a Cowboys home game. But uh, but I mean it did get loud for the Chargers at times, and and Charger fans were loud. But I mean it's California. Who doesn't want to come out here? Who doesn't want to? I mean, if you're – especially with some of the opponents that they have coming out, Detroit, uh, they have the Bills coming out right before Christmas. I mean, you're in the snowy weather. You're going to want to get out of there and, and come out to sunny sunny California. So, And we have the great, the best Mexican food in the whole country. So I wouldn't blame them for wanting to come out here. How frustrating is that, though, for the Chargers players and coaches to not feel like they have a home field advantage? Well, I mean, they, they've been they've been doing better, and I mean, I guess having Justin Herbert helps. Having Justin Herbert has gained them more and more fans that are up here, or have they, they've gotten up in LA. I still know that a lot of fans drive from San Diego, from Tijuana, up to the to the games as well. They've established a fan base. Just that it's like last week for the or two weeks ago for the Raiders game, there was uh, it was probably. 55, 45, 50, 50, right around there. Like it wasn't a, a sea of, uh, of black uh, and silver like it was a couple of years ago. They have gotten better when it comes to this. But, uh, but I know former players voice their frustration a little bit more, like Melvin Gordon, uh, guys like that. Some, the guys right now on the team, they really don't, they don't really see it like that. Uh, I think they're more quiet about it because, like I said, I think they have built a, a, a a fan base here they've connected with the community they've done more stuff and again having a guy like justin herbert uh really helps it so i think they've they've helped grow that but obviously when it comes to the cowboys it's gonna they're gonna overrun whatever stadium they go to just because their fan base i mean honestly people want to say oh is this a rams town or is it a chargers town no this is a raiders and cowboys town like the cowboys have training camp out here and the raiders are obviously going to be loved because Ice Cube, uh, Easy e all these guys were Raider guys, and they loved the Raiders, and the Raiders were in L.A., so I think it's more of a Raiders and Cowboys town, but uh, the, I think the Chargers are slowly but surely building uh, a fan base out here. Fernando Ramirez is joining us now, thankfully did not get a ticket, and is working his no. way home through the fog. He's a Chargers reporter for the Sporting Tribune with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio, and we appreciate uh, him doing a bit of a pivot and making sure he can still hop on the show. Um, I know that for the Chargers a long time, the reputation has been you don't want to have faith in them because they're going to let you down. They find unique yep. and creative ways to lose. And yes, with Justin Herbert and some of the other um, in, incredible weapons that they have on both sides of the ball, they've had some impressive wins. They tend to get in these games that are separated by one or two scores tops, but a lot of times it's single digits. What is it that's missing for them, Fernando? Why can't they quite get over the hump and join the elite in the NFL? Uh, I, I mean, to be completely honest, I just think it it, it start it's it's everything. It's not just the players. It's every, it starts up top, trickles down to the bottom. I I just think it it's everything, and and uh, I think it starts at the top and comes down general manager, head coach, and everything. And and honestly, like they have, like you said, they have good players, but uh, it just uh, it just hasn't materialized. I mean, last year. They go in with some momentum going into the last game of the season, and then, boom, Mike Williams drops in the second quarter, 
and uh, you go into the playoffs, they have that game against the Jaguars, and then they come out this season, they start 0-2. Uh, even their wins against Minnesota and the, and the Raiders aren't convincing at all. Um, and then they lose this one to the Cowboys. Amy, they've only they've their three losses. If you combined it, two points against the uh, Dolphins. Uh, what was it? Two points against the Dolphins. Three points against uh, the Titans, and then three points right. today. So that's eight points. They've lost three three games with eight points. So it's just uh, it, 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 you you would hope that they could finally get over the hump. And and Justin Herbert is seen as that white knight that potentially could get this fan base, or not this fan base, this uh, team over the hump. But, I mean, they're going to have to get better playmakers tonight. No Mike Williams really is hurting them. I mean, Quinn Johnson just hasn't been integrated into this team. Um, Josh Palmer's done a serviceable job, but you're missing that Mike Williams element. You need other guys to step up like uh, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, uh, Austin Eckler, the running backs as a whole. And just nobody else kind of goes at it. So it's like, okay, Herbert has to throw the ball 50 times. And, and that's, that worked against the Vikings, but it just didn't work tonight. So uh, it's just a little – It's a, a well, I shouldn't even say tonight. Last night because obviously <laughs> it's a new day. But, uh, but yeah, it's just – it's a continued run that even happened back in San Diego where – they would like. I remember the, like people were getting mad at Mario Cristobal for the fumble the other day. I remember there was a game where Philip Rivers was under center against the Chiefs. All they needed to do, Amy, was down the ball, take a knee, and then boom, it would be a uh, um, the game would be over. It was on Halloween night. It hit. Philip Rivers moves his hand before Nick Hardwood snaps it. Hits his hand, fumble. Chiefs recover. They go down the field, kick a field goal, win the game, and uh, that's all she wrote. It just. It, it just happens to these guys for some reason, and and it's really unexplainable. But if you had to put a, your finger on it, it just it's the team as a whole, in in a sense, all the way from management to to uh, the players. Except that leadership can change that, right? Uh, so as you point out, there's there's a lack of discipline at times. Um, it seems yep. as though they're they're not all pulling in the same direction. If it does start at the top, and and whether it's ownership, we know we're not not going to see a, a team sale or anything. But whether it's ownership, yeah, general manager, coaches, if it does start at the top, then does that mean the coaching staff is under fire, or the coaching staff is on a hot seat? I mean, it, it doesn't look good, especially. I mean, but the, there's positives and there's negatives to what Brandon Staley has done, like. The players are behind him. They still say they're behind him. If you ask the players, do you feel like he is the right coach? Yeah, I know. It's Brandon. It's on us. It's on us. It's on us. It's on us. And then, uh, and then you you see the results, and you're kind of like, well, like, there's times like Brandon, One of the things about Brandon Staley is his defense. His defense has not been able to stop guys. Like, yeah, they held the Cowboys tonight to 20 points. They stopped the run, but at the same time. They made that they what the what the 49ers did last week to Dak Prescott got unraveled tonight, and the Dak Prescott looked like he was making he was picking their defense apart. He uh, he was seven for seven when he targeted Ceedee Lamb, four for four with Brandon Cooks. When they needed a clutch moment from him, he got it and he was able to drive the the team down. The Chargers couldn't make stops at certain points. And that falls on, on Brandon Staley because of his defense. I mean, this is your defense. You've had, now had three years with it. These are your guys. The only guys that you really inherited are Joey Bosa 
and Derwin James and Kenneth Murray. Everybody else is basically, uh, oh, and, and Michael Davis, but everybody else is basically a guy that you've uh, that you've wanted, and it just hasn't worked. That scheme hasn't worked uh, for some reason, Amy. I don't know why they just do not press. Uh, receivers, that's very surprising, especially when Tyreek Hill did a number on you a couple of weeks ago. Justin yes. Jefferson did a number on you before he got hurt, and now C.D. Lamb does a number on you, and it's like it's it just the same continuation of uh, of stuff happening where they're at third and 18, they get the first down. They're at third and eight, they get the first down. Like, they just can't come up with stops at clutch moments, and, and that kind of falls on them. So, yeah, I think in a sense... There, uh, he 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 should be well. He is on the hot seat just because of not. But they won't make a change during the season. But right. I'm sure they're going to be if they don't make the playoffs. There's going to be conversations after the season about uh, moving forward. What's going to be the best decision for them if keeping Brandon Staley or going with an offensive minded coach or or what those are. But I I, I do think that there is uh, that seat is. Um, there are going to be questions after the season if they don't make the playoffs. Hmm. So, Fernando, we saw Justin Herbert miss on a couple of big throws, one in particular that stands out, Keenan Allen wide open up the left sideline. He just threw the ball over his head. I mean, there were a couple of others where he just wasn't in sync. But, yeah, it seemed as though there was far more of a – a choice, a concerted effort to throw the ball as opposed to run it. And I know the Dallas defense, they do pride themselves on stuffing the run. Yes. What impact, though, has Kellen Moore made as the new OC? Well, I mean, yeah, and, and I think with those throws, I just think the Cowboys were hitting Justin so much that at one point I think he he might have gotten flustered a little bit. I mean, that doesn't take away from who he is as a quarterback and what he means to this franchise, but – at the same time, you could tell he was a little bit flustered. He was under duress a lot during this game. I think uh, by halftime, uh, four, uh, I think it was 45 or 50% of the snaps that he had taken or drawbacks that he had had, he had been under pressure. So he was hit, like, I think it was eight or nine times. So, And that's not counting the runs that he had. But um, but going back to your – what was your question again? I'm well, so it's sorry. about just, Kellen Moore. It's okay. Kellen Moore oh, and the Kellen impact. Moore. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. So, Kellen Moore, uh, what, what has really kind of happened with the Chargers is, and, and I'm leaning more towards what they do in the, in the second half of games, the Chargers were one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. They, they went nine, nine games straight without scoring a, uh, a third-quarter touchdown. And in the fourth quarter, they, were, they, were, they would get out to big leads and they would lose them. That's what happened last year. This year, they're kind of maintaining their scoring almost consistently in every single quarter. Uh, I know they're, they're fifth in the NFL, I think, in fourth quarters in second-half scoring. So that's really improved. Last year, I think they were like nine, eight. I think they were like 28th in second-half scoring. So he's really improved uh, a lot of the things that the Chargers have done. The only thing is, besides that first game of the season, the running game hasn't really been made an impact. And I guess that's going right. to take some time with Austin Eckler easing in and – and everything. So, uh, but the running game, it's it suffered. It hasn't been good. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's been positive what he's done. It's just they just need to kind of step up, uh, especially late in games. I mean, against the, the Miami Dolphins, um, late in that game, Big Fangio dialed up a lot of pressure at the end of that game. And uh, it really ruined a comeback that the Chargers could have had. Uh, same thing happened tonight. And it, it's just been one of those things where. 
Uh, yes, Kellen Moore has been a positive, but there's also little wrinkles here and there where you see some of some things that you're kind of like, oh, like, what? Why? Why was this play like in Tennessee? Though that last, uh, the last red zone opportunity that they had at the end of the game, there were some questionable calls, some questionable decisions being made, and then on the fi- in overtime when they first got the ball, there were some questionable uh, play calling there as well. So, uh, just yeah, there's a lot of positives, but there's also some negatives if we're being completely honest about uh, some questionable things more about uh, Kellen Moore uh, as the offense coordinator, but. Yes, he has been better than what Joe Lombardi was for these guys last year, but there are still some question marks uh, when it comes to Kellen Moore. Fernando, I feel badly for the woman who is holding up the sign that you <laughs> tweeted, flew from Canada for Eckler's return and a game ball, because <laughs> neither one of those went according to plan. <laughs> no, no, I, and honestly, I, I felt bad for her as well. The other, the other sign, that I don't know if you saw my other tweet, Lance Bass, with I think the sign of the night, to be honest, uh, I don't know if you saw that, but he's like not Taylor. He held up a sign that said "Not Taylor Swift." So I thought that was uh, hilarious. I thought that was such a good. I knew he was waiting for that one too. So I thought that was hilarious that he pulled out that sign and and said "Not Taylor Swift." So uh, yeah, there were some uh, there were some interesting signs out there uh, tonight, especially the lady on ESPN. Oh my gosh! Going crazy for the Chargers. Yeah, I was like, she must have made a huge. Like, I don't know if you saw the when Colorado lost that game on Friday when they lost that twenty five point twenty nine point lead. There was a guy crying in the stands. I'm like, he made a bet, and <laughs> that, he he got he is gonna be sleeping under the freeway in a cardboard box because of the bet that he made. And and I think this girl must have had a huge bet on this game too because. She was celebrating like she was on the prices right, to be honest. <laughs> she definitely was very intense and very engaged. Uh, speaking yeah. of not Taylor Swift, what are the chances that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are still a thing when the Chiefs are in Los Angeles coming up on January 7th? So it's the very last week of the regular season. What do you think? Are they still a thing? Does she show up in L.A.? Amy, you're trying to get the Swifties to come after me, really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think the business transaction will still be a thing by the time they come out to L.A. I'm, oh, you're not I'm buying sure. that it's real? You're not buying the holding uh, hands and the showing up on SNL? There happens to be cameras involved every single time there's a affection and everything. So I don't know. I don't know. Hey, New Heights podcast, uh, the, they've gone up in ratings. He's on every other. Hey, have you ever seen a non-quarterback be in so many commercials on TV? <laughs> I'm asking you. If I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm not just you, that, like, but you know, he and his brother were at the Phillies game, and so they were on TV at the Phillies <laughs> game too. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, like they're they're really taking their lives to new heights. I think that's. I think they foresaw this, and they're like, you know what? Let's call it new heights. Like, let's take this to a whole. Like, they're taking their life to a whole new level. With this, but uh, but hey, I'm I'm no one to ju- I'm I'm single. I'm no I'm no one to judge anybody else's relationship. I'm happy for both of them if they're <laughs> if they love each other. Congratulations to both of you. But I'm pretty sure there'll still be a thing, and I think in L.A. I think she'll be present if she doesn't have a tour. Because you know what's funny? I checked. Will she be in Kansas City next week? No, she will be in Miami because she has you a concert checked. in Miami. Nice. Yeah, I checked. I checked. I was like, I wonder if Taylor Swift because. 
I have a podcast as well, so I checked, and I'm like, I wonder, my co-host is like, why don't you check to see if Taylor Swift is going to be there? And I'm like, no, nah, she's not going to be there. She'll be in Miami. So, uh, But I think she will make her way out to L.A. for uh, for that game. If there's still a thing, I- I'm pretty sure she'll make her way out. And I'm pretty sure we won't be talking about, was there more Chiefs or Charger fans? We'll be talking about, was there more Swifties or NFL fans at that game? <laughs> Interesting, because I'm not sure how much she needs the pub. But as you point out, the NFL's gotten a lot of extra pub for it, as have the Kelsey's and certainly the Chiefs. They're selling more gear because now Swifties yeah. are, are buying Chiefs gear, which is kind of funny. Yeah, all right, Amy, so we imagine, will see. Can you imagine if, if Swifties are the reason why there's no more turf in the NFL? <laughs> of course. Let's, let's put can that you- all on Taylor and see what else she can get changed. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. I like, like it. Hey, can you can you get the 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 some of this hitting, some of these things? Can you get that solved too, Taylor? Like, yeah, the they, roughing they, the passer. Can you get them to lay yeah. off on roughing the passer calls? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, can you can you can you help us out? And while you're at it, I mean, if you if you have a job for some of us, like, we're hey, yeah, we'll take a Gosh. job. I mean, if you need them. <laughs> Shameless self promotion for Fernando Ramirez. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at real f Ramirez and. And he's none worse for the wear after getting pulled over when he was supposed to be on the radio last hour. Uh, we appreciate his humor too. Chargers reporter for Sporting Tribune and clearly is not uh, opposed to Taylor Swift making an appearance at SoFi come the opportunity. All right, Fernando, we're glad you're safe. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. Thank you, Amy. Have a great, uh, great, or uh, great. It a whatever. Morning. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Exactly. And I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 